Hey, welcome back to the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast, episode 50? Are we on 50? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Wow, you guys wow, are really bad at this fucking game. Well, <laughs> usually, <laughs> usually we kind of we kind of number them out before we're like, okay, what was last week? What was the, what was the last podcast we, we uploaded the file for, right? Uh, 49. I don't know. Just I seems, literally, I know, we I were know. talking about this before we got on the air. I know, I was a little late. <laughs> I was not paying attention. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, episode 50 of the Blue Collar Off-Road Podcast. I'm Graham, I'm here with Cody, Luke, and Richie, as usual. We don't have a guest this week. We've had a lot of crazy Shocker. guests in the last few weeks. Yeah. It's been a lot of fun. But I think it's... it's- it's time. We gotta come back to the boys, you know? We gotta come back I think to the OGs. When we, when we have to add, like, 45-minute extra segments at the end because we've got other things to talk about, like, that that means it's time to, to reel it back into the, the <laughs> four of us and just talk about our shit. Yeah, it, it has absolutely nothing to do with the fact that no one likes us anymore. <laughs> and the, the funny part is, though, is, like, we still haven't even talked about your guys' adventure to rock. Uh, I was uh, actually going to hammer him about that fucking later on. So, please, I, I would love to get the one year episode with him. But if not, fuck it, dude, we'll find something to do. Adventure to what? Uh, Where'd he go? Where'd you guys go? Well, no, no. So, those, that was two forest. different things. Yeah. So, I was saying that. We haven't talked about Graham's adventure to Field and Forest, but then Luke brought up the fact of uh, Colin. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yep. So, but yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get there. We'll get there one day. I don't know if it'll happen in the next couple of weeks because uh, it, there's a lot going on if we plan on getting down to Kentucky. No, so. you just gotta just, I'm telling you, just strangle him and then just bring him to your house. Yes, it'll work. Bitches I mean, love that. <laughs> Getting yeah. strangled and brought to your house? Yes, that's... Ooh. It'll be I fine. Mean, we're talking about Colin here, so he probably would enjoy that. Like, <laughs> let's be real. He's already taken. He's, he's married to Kerr, not married, but, you know, uh, they're in a relationship. It's officially Facebook <laughs> official. Dude, I love Wait, that. Facebook official? <laughs> yeah, you haven't seen it? Or like, I, don't know, I think it, no, it was like oh. Boyfriend Appreciation Day. It was hilarious. So funny. It was honestly <laughs> hilarious. Uh, but, um, but yeah, so let's dive right into it. Who wants to start off with their little like weekly All recap? Right. But it's like it's two monthly recap. <laughs> I just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say, I'm going to first off start with that Tacoma, which we were finishing up end of last week i don't know how much i talked to talked about it on the pre no i didn't talk about it at all because we had trail trash on um slammed that thing together did awesome the guy took it out last weekend i put something on my story the thing looks absolutely killer it's got the wide body he's already like smashed up all the uh um, fiberglass fit panels it's awesome oh no it it looks so clean though he had i don't know one of his buddies must be a really good photographer because like pictures I was sent were just absolutely gorgeous. I was like, I have to put one of these on my story because this is just awesome. <laughs> those pictures looked almost fucking professional. Yeah, it, I don't know. Maybe it's just the lighting on them, but it the it had a professional vibe to it. That's for sure. But anyways, that was super cool to see. That's honestly that that build sort of definitely sucked the life out of me last week. It was a fun one for sure, but. You know, when you're hit with just issue after issue on an unfamiliar platform, it's it's a little less fun than uh, 
could have been. But definitely interesting working on the IFS stuff. Uh, IFS is big homo. Eh. Yes. There's pros and cons to it. There's some stuff that was super easy, and other stuff like those CVs that was just absolutely brutal. The, the drivability, though, on the road is really nice for a IFS. Not if you can't get it aligned. That's one of the issues that we have to... Uh, uh, I, I, can, I, can, I can point you in the right direction for somebody who will align it, so... Okay. Yeah, don't worry about yeah, that. He, he brought it to like two places, and they were like, oh, we can't do it, because it won't hold. It was like, what are you talking about? We literally put brand new fucking keys in there, and it's brand new arms. Just... just <laughs> yeah. Did you... Did you guys try, uh, what is it, Built for the East or whatever? So, I was actually going to say that, but he has a podcast and no free fucking handouts, alright? Just no free well, well, uh, stop, advertisement. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, I'm just kidding. I'm no, sorry, so, Master, I'm sorry. Uh, well, then we'll just dive right into it, because I don't really care then. Um, yeah, so Adam Lydic, he, uh, he bought a alignment thing, and like he specifically only does off-road vehicles. Like That's his main thing. He charges a hundred bucks, and then it's a hundred dollars for everything else he has to touch. So, like, if he has to adjust your control arms, like on a three-link setup or some or a radius arm setup where there actually is some adjustability, it's another hundred bucks. Track bar, hundred bucks. So it's he's pretty pretty fair with it. Like, um, he did Buckley's for an alignment though. You put it on a machine just, and you you're you're adjusting links. No, no, it's different though. It's not. He's not. Oh, going I to I, what do you mean? So no, just in general, like it's it's not a stock spec anymore. He's not just going off a piece of paper and adjusting it. He actually is properly aligning the vehicle to do what it's supposed to do for the suspension setup that it has. Like, I guess, I guess. a hundred bucks is pretty cheap for a front end alignment. Like, yeah, a hundred bucks is, but it gets what kind of concerned me was you're like a hundred bucks for alignment, and then a hundred bucks for everything has to touch. Part of the alignment like is you have to touch the control arms if they're not in in spec. No, uh, like, no. no you, yes. should be coming, you should be coming in with proper caster regardless. If you if you're building your own suspension, then if you think that a hundred dollars is okay, too expensive, well, then you don't know what you're doing. So no, that hundred dollars is cheap. That's not quite true either. But I worked in an automotive shop, and we did charge extra if we had to tweak caster or if we were doing a custom alignment along those lines. Um, if you slam something together and you get everything built right but you want to just get it aligned one and done. It's not saying that you don't know what you're doing. It's just being lazy. No, no, because that's re regardless, because we aligned Caitlin's and Caitlin's is still bad. We brought it to an alignment shop and it's still bad. So besides the point, I don't, well, I don't well, personally, we can I don't get into that. At, it may be at a different segment or something, but her Jeep does some weird stuff. The one time I, I rode in it, it like, I don't know the, the vibration that those tires makes just, I never had that sort of. There's something weird going. I, I think it's know. the drive shaft because she's still not an SYE. Oh, maybe. Supposed to. Um, those. She's at the cusp. It's a three inch lift, so you're at that. Like I think oh, it's true. a three. And inch drive shafts are tiny. Yeah, yeah you get the drive, drive shaft. Literally, the rear drive shaft in those things, if I remember right, is thirteen five. Yeah, it's tiny. But also, uh, Lars, the kid that has a, he's uh, a. I believe it's a silver tj as well or gray or something yeah. like that he just did the same uh stein jaeger steering as having the exact same problem was brought to an alignment place or did the alignment himself and it still just fucking wanders everywhere and then uh we advised him to oppose the himes but everybody hates that idea because you can fucking blow them out or this and that but if it works it's worth the set of like Forty dollars per heim just to get it to you're not gonna blow a heim out by misaligning it slightly 
No, no, like literally opposing them to the point so it can Yeah, you're still not going to blow a high. You're, you will notice that Haim is going to go before it yeah. blows out randomly. You're not just going to take a turn and have that thing like <laughs> eat off of the vehicle. Um, yeah, no, but I've seen Haims that people have taken washers, big ass washers in the bolts, and slammed them back together and called it good. And it was driving on the road. You oh. will be fine with a misaligned yeah. or an offset Haim. <laughs> You'll be there's there's way scarier shit out there than a, a misaligned high. Uh, yes. No, but it just it, it is creating a new friction point. Is all you yeah, have a rotation a on a high where when you oppose it you have a friction point. But yeah, it's just it's just slowly going to deteriorate faster than your average high setup. That's all I was getting at. Pretty all much. Right. If it's if it's opposed correctly, well, no. Um, can I can I just throw <laughs> something else in the mix? It's going to deteriorate sure. a shit ton quicker because those are fucking five A's goddamn Himes. Like, shit. You're running fucking seven A's on your one ton XJ or seven A's by three quarters on your fucking Dana 30 if you're doing it right. So, right. either way, I think uh, that's a good suggestion because he won't uh, turn him down. Yes, it'll be a little bit of a drive for him. And oh, the only thing that would suck is. He doesn't take walk-ins. Maybe he could call him and just kind of figure something out. Yeah, we'll he see. I mean, again, it's not like he's dealing with a fully custom-built suspension. It's literally just arms and IFS. It's way yep. easier to adjust. You're just adjusting, from what I understand, those lower bolts. And that's that's about it. Yeah. Again, I'm not an IFS guru. I could be completely wrong, but... Pretty sure it's just those lower control arm bolts that move everything around, and then the rest is dictated by the coilover height and everything else he's got going on. So, it so what be else hard. did you? What else did you do to it then? You did. So you said you did suspension. Well, I mean, we did the we did the suspension front to back. So he's got or back to front, I guess technically. If we're being, uh, we're not, but we we get yeah. the picture. Either way, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's leaf spring. It's leaf spring in the rear still. Uh, it's. A nice set of leaves. I forgot the company. Uh, most of the stuff he got for the truck was, you know, Dirt King or, uh, you know, some offshoot company that was decently, uh, you know, a decent brand at least. Um, so, and that was kind of fun because it's all expensive parts going on a nice truck. Uh, so we did the entire suspension of the thing. There was some custom shafts for the front. I don't know if they were. I don't know, it was a Toyota thing. It was a weird. They replaced the tri-ball at the diff side with a big joint. I don't know what exactly changed with that, but I guess it's way beefier. It took up way more space. We had to trim a chunk of the uh, uh, the frame bracket off that the arms go on hmm. to get those to even fit. Um, so I, I and they might have been chromoly too. They I want to say it was factory but chromoly shafts going into the thing which is always nice the ends aren't chromoly they're still factory ends that's a that was a shit show getting those out i think i did bitch about those though uh, yeah luckily with cvs though you can even if they're not chromoly you can just go thicker you can go like even if you i think the stock ones are hollow to be honest with you um and no they're not because we had to cut a stock center shaft in half oh it was i mean we had to literally cut the shafts to get the burr fields apart and put it in a oh. press and put it under 25-ish tons worth of pressure to shear the snap ring. And oh, it made a perfect pressure. splend. Uh, <laughs> two perfect... <laughs> 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 I 
sorry. It created and made one snap ring into two snap rings, and they were perfectly splined. Uh, it was just absolutely wild. Uh, they were. You watch videos on YouTube. If you go and look up how to take apart uh, a Burfield joint on a Tacoma, you'll watch people in their driveway with a piece of plywood take these things and hammer them, like just mortar slam them onto the ground. You know, not not any crazy amount of force, like. You know, skinny dude in his driveway who drives a Toyota level of force on this thing. And yeah. we were slamming this fucking thing. We're talking like Jacob Rage and me Rage at some points. And I'm, okay. I'm, granted, I'm but not a like, big guy, but when Jacob gets angry, like, he could do some damage. And we were not getting this thing to fucking move. And I'm glad we just decided to cut it because it required 25 tons. And then sitting there and watching the thing shear itself sounded like a shotgun going off. And then continuing to push that fucker out after the fact. And that was the hardest part of the whole deal. Are like amazing, aren't they? Mm. I love them. I get to work with them every fucking day. Uh, hate Italian fucking garbage. But that's another note. Um, <laughs> are you talking about a machine or a person? I'm talking about a machine. The okay. machines that I work on are Italian presses, and they use interference fits on, like, just about everything that should not be an interference fit. Mm-hmm. And well, it wasn't yeah. supposed to be an interference fit. It's a The snap ring's even rounded. Like, it's designed to come out. It just, for whatever reason, the 2017s did not come out. I don't know. I'm sure there's somebody on Tacoma Forum who can maybe explain it. But then again, they said that there's no way that the shaft was supposed, or the uh, the C clip was supposed to look like it was. So I sent the kid a picture of the snap ring sheared in half. I was like, I don't think is this is this right? Like, and they uh, it sounds like they all got a kick out of it. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> if I had a Tacoma, maybe I'd, I'd join and give those guys shit. But I do not have a Tacoma. So well, sooner or later, my next world. my next build will have t- Toyota axles, so I'll be able to uh, enjoy that life for sure. Why? So. Because they're light and they're cool, so fuck you, yeah, or I fine. or not, or the just one tons because they're easy. So we'll see, yeah, exactly. we'll see. Probably cheaper than Toyota axles, anyways. But yeah, speaking of snap rings, are are you not done? Because I won't. Uh... I'm about done. Thirty fives <laughs> method wheels. I mean, it's a gorgeous build. We threw the front bumper together in a very short amount of time. I'm surprised it looks as good as it does. I. Honestly, the amount of time I put into that bumper does—it's disproportionate to how well it came out. It's exactly <laughs> what the kid wanted. He's happy with it. I wish I had a little more time to do some more finish work to get it perfect. But oh, shit, I just considering the-, the time frame, it was—it's a solid front bumper. We basically copied like what all the cool kids with the comas put on theirs, but we just we made it with the bumper he had versus uh, doing the having him buy a thousand dollar bumper. I just saw yeah, the, the, the photo. Oh, I just looked more into the photo that you posted of it, and this thing is sick. Like, yeah. I mean, great. It's probably a thirty thousand dollar truck to be on, or more to be honest it's with you. So, and yeah, you know, Cherokee. Like, this is a really nice fucking truck. Damn. Yeah, you know, it, was, it was nice building something cool and not something like ratty. Granted, I love the ratty shit. Like, that's <laughs> I die for the ratty stuff. Mine's just <laughs> as ratty as yours. I don't want to hear it, Luke. He's trying to put me off. You can't, it doesn't get conveyed through podcast very well, but jeez, uh, yours is coming along. I'll let Cody talk about whatever he wants to go about, and oh, then, uh, I was... we can jump back to yours. 
speaking of snap rings, whoever, whoever, ever, 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 I don't know, it's because it's NP is a company that makes the transfer cases, right? Uh, it's like yeah, new, new process, new, new venture. venture. Uh, yes. th- it, that's the, the uh, new process became new venture when, what was it? It was Chevy yeah. and Dodge merged that project together. Okay, so that's why it was NP, then now it's NV, pretty much is the gotcha. So, I decided to finally open up the uh, 231 that Graham gave. And whoever, whoever the cocksucker was that decided to put snap rings without the little fucking holes in a fucking MP231 is a fucking asshole. No, 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 those are super easy. You can buy them at O'Reilly's. It's, I I don't have them here. I actually, they're my tool cooler. Uh, but yeah, so it's a I, special tool makes it very easy. Just get the tool. It's worth $15. I did, I did it with the normal snap ring pliers. I still have a hole in my finger from accidentally stabbing myself with a pick. It was a great time. Um, regardless, because actually we had to go, it wasn't that bad except for when we had to take apart the non SYE case to actually get the, um, there was something that we needed to get for uh, Buckley's transfer case out of there. And we couldn't actually get a screwdriver underneath of it. So like we literally had to like carefully, like it was almost like we were playing the old game, uh, the surgery game where it zapped you, whatever it was called. Yeah. yeah. Uh, doctor or whatever it was. Yeah. Doctor. And like, yeah. I'm in yeah, there with, great game. <laughs> I'm uh, in there with like, what it's called whatever it may be. <laughs> surgery <laughs> doctor. I don't fucking know. Wasn't it like Doctor Dr. Oops yes. or something? <laughs> the classic children's game. <laughs> <laughs> but so I was in there and I'm like holding the snap ring super carefully. I had to pull it out. But yeah, that pump was fucked, Graham. That I know. pump. We I ended up luckily I pulled apart the whole entire thing. I pulled the back half of the case off to check it out when we had a problem. We put it back together. Blah 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 blah. Pretty sure my stupidity was just that the input shaft, when it was sitting uh, vertical, I think the input shaft was on the ground, and we were trying to spin it, and it was in uh, for low, so my hand torque did not have enough pressure to rotate the output, yep. which then would have rotated the uh, the whole case, but whatever it may have been. Yeah, that pump was that pump was shot. Like We pulled it apart, and there was just gouge marks throughout the whole entire thing. The actual sump itself had just glitter bombed throughout the whole thing. I ended up robbing the one out of uh, Buckley's new case that he got, or like a, a used case, so that way, because his was cracked and all that fun stuff. But um, yeah, yeah, we fi- finally pulled one apart, and it was it was pretty cool. Like I've never understood really how they work and how like the actual selector wrote like moves the collar to then yeah. put it into the like that's fucking cool. I never. Isn't that super simple, too, how they work? There's, like, no major rocket appliance going on there. Yeah, the only thing I did think was weird was the stress cracks. Every single one that we opened up, whether it have been the Graham case, the new case for Buckley, or Buckley's old case, throughout the whole entire outside ring, there was just stress cracks throughout the whole thing. I don't know if that's just a, a thing of that the motor is rotating, and it's, like, I don't know. It was very odd. Um, are you sure that they're... Because, like, on my case, I had... Or I pulled mine apart, and it looks like there's cracks, but they're not actually cracks. They're forge marks. It's possible, but these, you could feel them. Like they, they Yeah, no, they look like, like a little line, 
that runs down, but there's very minimal depth to them, and they um, it's part of where they shoot the metal in to form the case, part of the air escaping. It's possible. It's very possible, but to me, it definitely looked like stress cracks. Um, and it was, they were all in the exact same spot, which then leads me to believe it was what you were saying. But either way, it was really cool to open one up and actually start to understand it. Because I've, like, uh, yeah, I get it. You fucking input, output, and then you make the other output work. Ooh, yay. But actually to understand it was two totally different things. Because then my, when things break, you can start putting the pieces together. And oh, that, yeah. That's better than any drug, is knowing how your shit works, in yep. my opinion. And um. that's it, that actually worked <laughs> out really nice when we were doing... so. Uh, Marvell finally decided to get his ass in gear on the uh, four to one, the Terra Low. He had it; everything was good, and we were all sitting there putting together cases. So he's like, "Fuck it, we have all the extra pieces sitting out. We might as well do it." Started throwing his together, and the selector shaft was bent on one of them, which was really fucking weird. But like, his he set it in. And it wouldn't want to drop fully in. So we had to like rotate all these different pieces around. We I think that's why we needed the the shaft off the other one was because that one was there was something that was fucked up. But yeah, like it was really nice. Like we were putting it together and I like I think he had set something down before the other one was set on and I was like, Oh no no, you need to do this and it was like it was really cool to like be able to like understand actually what the fuck was happening in there. And then afterwards we were like, we should probably test to make sure this thing even is a four to one. Like what if it's not? And like being mm-hmm. able to mark the two and like watch this one rotate four times and this one rotate once. So it's just like, whoa. <laughs> you remember <laughs> was, when was... I had the doubler set up, right? Yeah. That was freaking wild. Also, Spinning this one so many times. <laughs> I gotta uh, throw some shade here. Kish, you get your 231 with the SYE and the big uh, chain kit installed yet? Nope. Oh no. I haven't installed mine yet, but I at least have it ready to go. It's going to be a slow race between you and uh, Kish now. Mm, I think Cody's gonna win that one. I hope not. I'm dragging ass. With, so I, with with the current forecast, I think Cody's gonna win. <laughs> you literally have had it sitting there for fucking seven months now. <laughs> yeah, we well, I keep we, getting busier and busier. We did finally track down a output shaft for Ryan, though. I don't know if you guys have heard, but Ryan is building a doubler setup for his Bronco. Yeah, and um, I keep yelling at him. Godforsaken case with a U-joint in it. What the fuck? Yep, yep. I mean, like, can we take a second here? Like, this is kind of like, you know, one of those times where you really want to walk over to your buddy and shake him because, yeah, it's going to suck to have to fix your damn floor, but you know what sucks even more? Building a doubler twice. Yeah, but... yes. Yes, it does. He's excited about it. And yes, did, and this is why I'm curious I about that. Shake him. What? So he's using a Borg Warner 1350 case or something yeah. like that. That's what it's called. But yeah. what is the other case that it's going? I believe along it's getting with? a 1354, which would be the manual version of said case. It's still, if I remember. No, so the one I got him was the manual shift version. Yes, yeah. I picked that's, this up by the way. That's the back case. That's the okay. back case. The front case is going to be. 
the electronic case, the 54E or whatever it is. Um, that is. So he must the, have that one. Yeah, he has he all be. of them. He well, now he does. He has like everything for them except for an extra transmission, and that's what we had to find. Was we had to find the proper output to make mount or to meet the front half, which is the doubler. To oh, the, he needs to um, build a build the intermediate shaft. Yes. Yeah. Oh. yeah. <laughs> no. Wait. Really? Yeah. I don't know why. Whatever it may be, but either way, oh, yeah. like, uh, oh, we. We went to a junkyard out in Enfield area, and we just went to every single truck. And he had his little he had his little shaft, and he was just <laughs> shoving it onto everything. And then finally, we ended up finding uh, a Ranger that actually had like I guess it was pretty nice, except for the floor. Um, but the guy wanted crazy money for it. But it's really cool to he explained how it all works and that he had to find a half inch thick piece of metal that he's gonna have to hole saw through and then make his own adapter plate for it and shit like oh okay that's 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 pretty rad (laughs) i give him credit for doing that stuff but at the same time i'm like dude just put a goddamn 205 behind it with like a either eco box or no what he's doing is way cooler that's like that's some uh you know uncharted or it's probably charted in the bronco world but that's not much not much, to be honest with you. It's not that charted. Most people just end up going with like a five liter or something and doing the proper, uh, like I think it's a T five swap or whatever uh, for it. Are you thinking T five or are you thinking T eighteen? Because the T fives, the five speed T eighteen is the um, the old school truck transmission where it's got the f- super low granny gear with the seven to one. Then it might be that one. Then I don't, I don't know Ford stuff, so that's why I just threw out what I knew was a Ford transmission, which I'm pretty sure T5s are two wheel drive, anyways. But you know what I mean. It is what it is. Um, but then after hearing that, that's when Marvell was like, "Oh, I wonder if I can meet two two thirty ones together." And I'm like, "You probably can, but what the fuck?" Yeah. <laughs> like, it's I been know done. Um, yeah, it's, it's actually kind of a. Oh, sorry. And. I don't know how long they last <laughs> under uh, normal New England wheeling conditions, but I know it can be done. But you can also put 40s on a Dana 30, so... So, it's a semi-interesting process that goes on a lot out in the uh, West. So, what they will do is, because it's a lot of slow crawling, on two five Wranglers to keep the rear driveline length correct... I've read about a couple of people cutting the motor mounts and pushing it forward and then using a four liter fan clutch to get the That's proper awesome. driveline angles. And it ends up actually working out so that way you have a longer rear drive shaft than you would factory by doing wow. that. But that that's a lot horrible. of work to put a 2.5 forward in the engine bay to make two 231s work together. Like, Yeah. That sounds interesting for sure. I feel like you could probably just find like a an adapter that goes in between the transfer case or the transmission and the transfer case for just as much time and effort. Honestly, um, you can. Uh, what was it? There was a company out. Is it Advanced Adapters that makes one that goes on the back of the forty two REs? It's probably literally just it. a crawl box that's like two to one reduction for the back of a forty one RE or forty two RE. 
That's sick. Replaces <laughs> the overdrive unit. So you lose your overdrive, but you get Crawlbox. And if you're at that point, I mean, let's be real. Are you really going to be using overdrive that much? Probably All the time. <laughs> All the time. Oh, shit. Well, what do you mean? With a Crawlbox? Of course you're going to be using overdrive. The more we were around, people were like, wait, you were in f- like low, low the whole time? I was like, yeah, I have fifth gear. And I can go like 15 miles an hour. Yeah, your transmission's doing like 120 miles an hour. <laughs> so bad. I have a spare. It's fine. Everything is okay. I'll bring it to Kentucky. <laughs> <laughs> Two retards laying in the swamp that is my front yard, putting a transmission into the gray gorilla. Oh, we also have to take the 205 and Eco Box out, which is not going to be fun either because uh, that's like. Even with the transmission jack, it's like shoehorning that thing out of the mount that I built without hindsight of being able to take it out. It makes it a little more interesting. Excellent. Are you driving to Kentucky? I don't know what my plan is yet. We're going to focus on getting Luke's completed first before we start thinking that far ahead. We don't have much time left. But we'll see. I'll drive it if I have to. to I drove it to North to North Carolina. No fucking. For problem. some reason, the thought of you doing that has me a little concerned. Why? Worst <laughs> case, it blows up. I just live at Luke's house. I'll bring my work laptop. I work from home anyways. It'll be perfect. <laughs> oh, perfect. So you're you're leaving us too then? Got it. Oh, uh, it wouldn't be. I see how it is. <laughs> I've got no, a I've got coworker a... that would probably let us do the swap there because he's got like 30 acres. So he'd probably just be like, yeah, now go in the back 40 and we'd end up doing it on my trailer. <laughs> yep. Well, we'll see. If worst comes to worst, I will drive my shit down there. I have no problem driving it there till it blows up. And then I think your best bet would just be later. Or just find but... somebody that'll ship it down there. Why would that be a big deal? Just do it early, ship it down there, and then you could just ride with Colin down. It'd be probably it'd all it cost probably like two three hundred bucks because you just find somebody that's already driving cars that way and then they would just swing over and drop you off like or drop the truck off that wouldn't be that big of a deal. Or ship it's also it back. Too simple. And I, mm, True. Yeah. No, we'll like we'll that's still all up in the air. We'll see what happens. I'm just saying, if it like epically breaks down, there's um we used a company to get Morgan's car shipped down here, and it was like a thousand bucks to get it shipped down. So yeah, fuck that. I'll drive it. Half broken. No, I was saying like an hour in four low before I do that. You probably would. <laughs> You're kind of dumb like that. I applaud. Or or Graham. This one's my favorite. Force Colin to buy a gooseneck and just put your Jeep on the gooseneck. Well, we're we're not. So that is potentially an option if Colin buys the the hitch for the gooseneck. We may be able to borrow Miguel's. I don't know. Oh. What, I, I don't, that's not, Miguel has not confirmed any of that, but it's something that it, it'd be a cool, could option. be an option if Miguel was okay with it. Or, you know, JB uh, has expressed interest. Maybe I just have him yank me down and he can ride along in my Jeep for the, for the weekend. Like that would be awesome. Yeah, there's options. That'd be a cool so. idea. Shit. Yeah, split yeah. the gas well, I was talking on the way about down that. basically the entire and then, ride. And then you could throw Colin's Jeep on with uh, John's. Oh, 
Colin right? is not going to let anybody take his Jeep other than his giant red <laughs> Clifford. <laughs> but, but then, fucking brodozer. Then Colin could drive the J10 down. So on that no, note, no, it about, wouldn't blow up. We got to make a. <laughs> little side note here with Colin's big red brodozer I've been like looking at replacing my truck because I've realized that there is you a... want a brodozer too no no uh, oh, there's a potential no. that I will be driving up to Michigan to go and wheel with Curtis and I'll be driving up to wheel with you guys at FNF next year so you know certain allocations could be made and I kind of want to get a two-wheel drive lower it about two inches and put on a set of 22 Alcoas why? Just to piss off Colin. I think it's dope. Don't get me wrong. I am the type of guy that I respect both sides of the diesel world. I respect the little race trucks that are two-wheel driving fast as fuck. And then I, I respect the bro dozer that Colin has. But what the fuck? <laughs> you have a truck. Just drive your truck. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, no, I'm just going to drive my truck. But down here, you can... The two-wheel drives are going for stupidly cheap money compared to what my truck would sell for. So I could sell my truck for about twenty-five, and walk away with almost about fifteen grand of profit, and walk away with the seven-three diesel two-wheel drive manual for about eight. They're wow. ridiculously cheap down here. Yeah, but then if you get snow, what are you gonna do? You're just drive gonna the tornado off the road. Oh <laughs> drive the jeep. Oh no, an inch of snow! <laughs> yeah, uh, they close the whole state down if we get more than four inches. So what they're just gonna they're just gonna Mexi pack into Morgan's car and they're gonna drive to work together just like the <laughs> <laughs> we no, love because we love no his race <laughs> his race seven three can't can't drive with the oh, snow. It would yeah. not be a race seven three. It would be like the most boring thing ever. Probably a set of beans, one hundred horsepower sticks with a super 62, 68 on it. That's uh, dumb. That is fucking dumb, but have you looked at my Jeep? He won't even be able to go into bad I have. Be I've to looked at it the, too much. have to park <laughs> at the bottom of the hill. Well, Probably. might as well. That's a good segue to start talking about his shitbox. Yeah, so, yeah, by the yeah. way, before we get to any of this, I've been following the stories and keep killing it, dude. It looks fucking awesome. Yeah, well, we're not going to talk about the passenger side because I've got a re-slug the lower half of it so it was cut they weren't even like they were close but it was it was apparent that it wasn't going to match the body line as nice as the driver's side did so i slugged it and in my infinite wisdom i measured it all or i got it all set up before i actually had all the sheet metal cut where i wanted it so now i've got to cut it off and add another i slugged it near the bottom which i shouldn't have done but because it's just a rub rail it's not actually a structural piece i was fine with it but now that it's fucked up and it still needs to be longer because i still cut it to or didn't extend it nearly as much as it needs to be i needed to cut it off again and do it again that happened sunday night it was like 11 30 and i was like all right jacob this is where i'm calling it for the night because if i don't call it here i'm gonna do something stupid was that the night you texted me at like four in the morning you were like hi i'm still awake with you and i'm like what no 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 that was um I don't know this the past few weeks just blended together with the main (laughs) stuff that I've had to do for work I don't know it's just like both work and second work which is like supposed to be fun are both just killing me at the same time here I'm I'm hoping normal work stops fucking me and I can just focus on second work for a little bit 
but we'll see. That's not how that works. I know. I know. <laughs> You're gonna have to take like all of December off and just like do absolutely fucking nothing. Just sit home, like call out of work every day. And just be like I'm doing nothing. Reset, Rambo. Reset. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, my boss has been cool about that at least. So he knows how much. He knows how messed up my sleep schedule is. I'll put it that way. <laughs> what? Um, you're not supposed to do 3 a.m. ports every other day, or no, whatever you were doing. Uh, so it was a that was a Friday night, starting at two in the morning. Maintenance window this is totally unrelated to wheeling. I, it sort of is because I've had like I don't know. I had one night. I've, I've had a lot of all. I've had more all nighters this past September October span than i have probably in like three four years like it's not something i try to do and just all of a sudden it's just like boom 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 like <laughs> the past two weeks alone i think it's been three. Oh, it's Jesus. like <laughs> it's bad it's bad but we'll get through it we'll go to harlan we'll have a grand old time and then all the projects should be off the table which i need so i can actually focus on my stuff for a little bit which would be fun. So that'll be very exciting. I do have to say though, like that B pill or that C pillar that you put on there looks fucking awesome. Yeah, that and was a pain in the ass to get right. Uh, and then I'm still playing with the idea of having that where it ends against that tube, uh, tying that back either into the bumper or into the frame somehow. I don't know. I think it, I'm going to see if I can figure out some way to make it tie in a little. To just to smoothly tie in, we'll see what I come up with. It well, may not not happen, but either way, just know. as it sits right now, it looks really nice. I'm super happy with the way it looks. Uh, it's nice to see my rate almost looking like it's cared about because we yep, all know that's yep. a blatant lie. Yeah, so we'll, I guess I gotta buy your stupid special Krylon paint too. They don't sell it at any. Of my stores i've got to buy that literally online. all you have to do is go down and grab a navy blue have you not looked at that jeep i mean seriously <laughs> you don't know but go if i get a different color fucking paint for the tubes i'm gonna be so pissed because it's gonna look so <laughs> dumb so i'm gonna get the krylon navy blue to match what you've already done and it'll be perfect yeah, I'm okay whole... with the Krylon. I love the Krylon paint. It's a little thick, but I'm a horrible painter, so it works I'm out. I'm a terrible painter, and it makes it so that I almost look like I pretend to care. Yeah, it gives you <laughs> results quickly. That's the thing. It's most like nice or other spray paints. It's so light. The Krylon goes on thick, so I see it go <laughs> yeah, on. I'm like, light. perfect, right? I just need one coat. <laughs> Jesus. This is so why bad. you get black, because then you can just do Krylon double black, and you're fucking good. No, no, go. no. Krylon semi-gloss. That's the ah, shit. Ah, yes. Dude, it literally, I, I, I think it's a double black, but it matches perfectly. It doesn't even need a clear coat. It just matches perfectly to the shitty Jeep paint. It's awesome. I can paint the whole Jeep <laughs> over. Nobody would even know. <laughs> you're like Jacob. He does it all as like flat black. It just like it looks no, like it's, it's stolen. A, no, it's not flat black. It's it's a semi-gloss of sorts, or it's a full or it's a full gloss, one of the two. Yeah, but, I just go with the navy blue because it almost pretends to resemble mine's like normal color, and just as more and more shit gets dented and like more oh, metal exposed, right? it's a little you know, different. But okay, I, don't care. I just want to. 
I just wanted to make sure you weren't colorblind and literally couldn't tell. And like all of us were assholes for not telling you, but like there's a difference. You, you can tell. Um, <laughs> it's it's close enough for the amount that I care about that thing. And yeah, um, it's it's not a bad. The difference is not noticeable from like fifty feet away. I'd yeah, say. like if it's good within fifty feet, it's good for that Jeep because it's like if you haven't noticed, it's got four bent rims. There isn't a straight rim on it. Going down the road, it's like the wheels are fucking wobbling <laughs> around. The, um, you know, it eats motors left and right. The guy driving it manages to torque twist it every other shift. It, it's great. It's, it fits. Sounds phenomenal. <laughs> Sounds incredible. Yeah, so um, as someone who spent a lot of time with that Jeep, though, I've honestly never noticed the different colors. Well, you're also <laughs> legally colorblind, so... <laughs> yeah, there's definitely a difference. I mean, it's, as you said, it's not a major difference, but yes, there is a difference between the two shades of blue. <laughs> it's the closest, yes. cheapest match. I'll take a, a, a picture of the colors next time I'm down there tomorrow. <laughs> oh, God. So... Little bit of a segue off of my Jeep, unless there's anything else that's been done with it besides the tube work. Uh, and the starter. No, not fix. really. I'm, I think I'm starting to have, I might have a few questions for you later this week, but nothing really worth bringing up. Like drive shaft lengths. Like, am I going to be able to put the drive shaft in, or do I have to use one of my spare ones to, like. Oh, uh, I thought we had covered that. To get, just we we probably like, have, but it's yeah. been so long. It's not worth talking about on the podcast. Okay. I, might have a, I might have an extra normal non-SYE shaft, and don't those sleeve over the fronts? No. Those... Um, you need the 120 wall DOM to sleeve the ID. I've, the I've OD. Got a... I thought, I, could, I, thought no. I, can OD, I thought the ID of the... Remember uh, we went through that with your drive shaft when we were trying to extend it? No, uh, we were shortening it. Sorry, shorten it. When we were trying to shorten it, we didn't have anything that would work for sleeving, which is why we cut and ground the welds. How much did you stretch? Uh, I think it got stretched in the rear six inches. Okay, we may need to stretch the drive shaft then. Uh, I'll try my Adam's drive shaft. I know my it it might be long enough, but if it is, I'll throw you money. Um, Yeah, I mean that's one that I, I I. crunched it on a rock and uh i think it fucked up my pinion in the rear and i thought it was the drive shaft and then it didn't turn out to be the drive shaft so i got a new one uh but <laughs> yeah it you could have it it's not a big deal okay so maybe like a hundred bucks like you know what's it's, crazy it's, about drive shafts if if you set the suspension up right on a four link you technically don't need a slip joint in your drive shaft exactly how, how crazy is that to think about? But like a leaf spring setup needs it because it rotates backwards depending on where the uh, uh, a surprising amount, is. as it turns out, because Adams couldn't get me a drive shaft that was all the length, and it was partially my fault. But uh, no. fully compressed, it was like this isn't gonna work. Like they're supposed to have seven inches worth of slip oh. on there, and I had purposely given them because I do plan on stretching. I gave them a short measurement, but I was surprised how much it pulls in when it's at full droop is yeah. what it pulls in. It was weird. Yeah. Um, so on a four link, you are correct, Cody. Also, if you have a properly set up 
four link with the proper pinion angle and the upper control arms happily hold it you do not need to use a CV joint at the axle or at the uh, transfer case end because you will maintain the same drive shaft pinion angle the entire yeah. way through the travel. However, it's also kind of rare to get to nail that perfect. But yeah, you know. and also because then you'd have to literally at the joint of the front the front joint of the drive shaft would have to be exactly where your upper and lowers meet to keep the same like arc or not the arc but whatever that palabral not palabra uh parabola what's it called with the ro- uh, fucking whatever circle things you know how you find it, ride the circle as it rotates around you know what i'm saying what? Yeah. no yeah <laughs> a parabola is like the uh, isn't that like the u-shaped graph is yeah parabola yeah so maybe i'm right then yeah because pretty much either way like if Sorry, here you go to here, you measure it out, then if that's the same, you can just keep the same drive shaft. But that, either way, I thought that was kind of a cool thing. I, I don't I, think, I mean, parabola is probably have something to do with drive shafts. And but also, that's, it, probably that's way a, over the head of our listeners and myself. That's probably <laughs> also a super hypothetical or like maybe a dragster thing. I don't ever see that working with 14 and a half or fucking 18 inches of travel. Like, I feel like sure. other stuff is going to start binding, and you're going to want to build your suspension around not binding that shit up instead of your drive shaft. <laughs> I uh, still don't get why do we not use worm gears in axles? Why? Can you not do enough? They're weak reduction? as fuck. How are they weak as fuck? Just build it the, bigger. The, there's, there's a little one in your steering box, and let me tell you, that fucker always blows up. It's literally um, my number one issue with steering boxes. I think Rockwells are worm gears, aren't they? Or are they just no, a top side? Uh, top loaders, and they use straight cut gears. Like, I could see if Ooh. you were talking about the... Or they might not be straight cut, but they're much less helical. Um, so I could see if you were talking about using something like a straight cut gear, but a worm gear is just asking to explode your shit. Wow, because if you... Th- it, I- I feel like it would just work. They don't have a lot of gear contact. They don't. They're just inherently weaker. Dumb. I feel Um, like somebody could build it better. Also, with a worm gear, right? So, like with your pinion gear, you've got a short working area, right? Like maybe two inches of working area on a Dana sixty. If you've got or a, you know, a ten five. Maybe. That that's even being generous. Whereas a worm gear, you're going to be expecting more out of it with a thinner center section of the gear because of the way that they get cut. Oh, uh, so, so that makes them saying, weaker. So what you're saying is it's possible. I just need a really big one. Yes. You know what? I'm just I'm not even going to entertain the rest of this conversation. I'm just going to casually yeet out of here and uh, crack another beer. Oh, so it's time for raccoon facts. <laughs> so um, I did you know I that they wash their food? And I heard they... horror shows from Mark about that <laughs> podcast. <laughs> he said that, that I needed to be on the podcast because you guys <laughs> just went off the rails without me. <laughs> uh, yeah, well, but so many people tell me that it's one of their favorite episodes. Oh, really? The raccoon. Um, <laughs> raccoon facts are where it's at, man. <laughs> like they wash their food before they eat it, which I found to be incredibly interesting. Okay, well. No more raccoon facts. You can save that for episode. No, 
40 or whatever. Their off-road shit. We're now a raccoon rock podcast. <laughs> I almost said rockcast. <laughs> yeah, uh, welcome back to the rockcast episode number two, where the idiots <laughs> abound. So, uh, uh, if you guys want, I can touch on my Harlan prep, because that's been painful. Yeah, what yeah, is what your plan for Harlan? I'm curious, because I don't know how the fuck you're going to make that work. He got a. Uh, he's figuring out his food list. I'm sure. Uh, maybe you know, putting <laughs> gas money aside. Um, what, what, what I'm putting doing? money aside, and I'm holding my food plans for the entire weekend. So mm. beer for Jesus breakfast. <laughs> a single beer. Wow. You're goddamn right. No, you're not coming. You're not gonna be able to dole out the rations. I'm gonna be sleeping in the truck, so life's good. Or do we even have a cabin lined up? I haven't paying that much There's attention. There's a cabin lined up, I believe. You oh, gotta God. talk with Curtis. So does that mean that Morgan's gonna be forced to, like, spend time with us? Because, like, we were planning on sleeping in the truck. So, well, you can that's do that an upgrade. Like, but that's, um, that's, uh, <laughs> but, I would talk with Curtis. So, right now, it's looking like, depending on when my Jeep is done, I'm hoping it's done at least a week before Harlan, ideally too, but we're gonna be getting close to that. Um, we'll see we'll see uh it depends on how much we'll we'll again what's stuff we can discuss off podcast because it's not that interesting content uh but um we'll see i have an idea on when i think i want it done but yeah. that may change I mean, depending on what you want even if it's like a couple of days before harlan i could just drive up there and convoy back to harlan with you guys okay. but then we i'm, have I'm to- hoping it's done before then but we'll see then we'd just have the issue of getting Morgan there, but she's got a car, so that's not that big of a deal. Um, that's a far ride by yourself. No, are you kidding? It's three hours. Oh, oh, that's not bad. Oh, what the I hell? Thought it was, I, I thought it was further. My bad. I thought I you were trust it was her to drive three hours on her own. She's a big girl. <laughs> she's just got a small head. <laughs> <laughs> I got it throw is man. very small. <laughs> She wears a women's small helmet. It's hilarious. That is tiny. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, that is like is. that is really small. Even when I was a it, child, it I was wearing barely fits over the top of my head. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but you also have a huge head. What do you mean? I don't but it's comical because it, it's a tiny little bubbly helmet. Just I'm sorry, it like, might not I be a impressed. women's small, it might be a small. But either way, still. I was impressed that little Junior could even... He has the like neck muscles to keep his head up. You poor thing, you gave him the big head syndrome. Oh, because the little fucker's got my muscle structure, so he's he's oh. compact. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a lot of muscle. He's a unit. compact. <laughs> that reminds me of that video of... Do you ever see the little baby pick up the dump... Like the, the like plastic dumbbell, and then he like screams and then throws it on the ground? You ever see that video? Never, never mind. Like, it made me think of that. Just like, not the weight. <laughs> well, so, so I'm sorry, off topic, but Richie has gotten into the phase where he found he found out he can make noise by hitting stuff. And one oh, of his no. favorite thing to make noise on is on my face. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure it makes great noise though, so I can understand yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially when he, I add in all the owls, because he's actually able to hit hard enough to where it's starting to hurt. Oh, God, that sounds <laughs> he's lovely. He's six months old. <laughs> Is he walking yet? I don't know. What what time frame do no, they start so, walking? I don't so know. So, normally they don't start walking 
until they're a little bit closer to nine months, I'm told. Oh, you know, uh, eight, eight, nine months. But he is already walking if we are holding onto his hands. That's pretty fucking cool. Refuses yeah. to be on his stomach. Really? He is he is nowhere near crawling. So he crawls like a spider backwards, like he like does a super sketchy like Nope. That's some no, exorcism no, no. shit. <laughs> either, either you gotta hold on to his hands and he'll take a few steps himself, or you gotta carry him. Huh, Only modes of transportation. Interesting. Oh. No crawl. You just have like a like a beer belly, and like the hands just don't have the distance <laughs> yet, or like like no, uh, he doesn't want to be on his stomach. Huh. Interesting. Uh, I, as soon as you flop him over to try to get him to crawl, he starts screaming. I don't know what kind of... You know, this is a podcast about crawling. I don't know if we can have babies who don't know how to crawl. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'll, I'll tell Rich he's not allowed on the podcast yet. Yep. No, not till he learns to crawl. Hey, no he's going to be heartbroken, bud. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, shit! So back to Harlem prep, or <laughs> you want to yeah, what? no? I want to talk about my baby. <laughs> okay. Well, first, of I'm all, sure there's plenty of baby podcasts for that. Yeah. So I was driving my truck last week, and I started to hear what sounded like the ring and pinion going out, and I'm like, "Oh my god, what the fuck." This is not the damn time because I'm going to have to drive back to Connecticut. So How can my, you hear the ring and pinion on those things going? They're so insulated. There's no way. Oh, you can hear what it, like, you've had a ring and pinion go out on you, right? You know, like that helical gear noise? Yep, yep. So I was hearing that, and uh, we jacked up the front end. And with the front end jacked up, you could replicate the noise by spinning the tire and uh, my wheel bearing went. I just replaced this damn wheel bearing, like, before we left for uh, Tennessee. And when it got to the shop, because the, I just didn't feel like dealing with it. I don't have a lot of tools here and whatnot. So the guy, like, put it up on the lift, and he goes, yeah, you know, to get the wheel bearing to spin without the tire on there, we had to put a crowbar in it. To get it to spin, it was that locked up. So that's going back to Advanced Auto. It's got new Timken or a new Timken wheel bearing in it. Um, oil change, brakes are changed, transmission is serviced, air filter is serviced. All the fluids are done. Um, and I talked with Morgan. Sounds like I'm going to be taking off probably a couple of days the week before Harlan, depending on how everything goes to go and get the Jeep from. Um, either Graham or Richie and grab my shop tools and then drive that home and then I'm just going to drive to Harlan because Harlan's three hours away so it's not going to be that bad for me to make um, the only shitty part is the 32 hours on the road to get to Connecticut or Massachusetts and back yeah well that was going to happen one way or another you knew that so then why if there's a chance that JB is driving Luke down, why not try to make that more of an intentional plan to just have your Jeep go on his new two place? And then well, that would be up to JB whether he wants to do that. Uh, we Again, there's logistics involved there that need to be discussed. Uh, yeah, but well, shop, tools, shop, shop, shop tools can and just my get trailer. down. Uh, yeah, that's true. Forgot about that part. 
Yeah. Never I mean, you, you could just leave the trailer up here. Yeah. Yeah, Pavia yeah, does want to buy it. Oh, <laughs> fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> fuck you. I have offered to fuck no, you. Listen you here. Don't even start oh, with me, you okay. fucker. You I gotta fix you. your knock sensors before you do anything, boy. Yeah, you're right. That's <laughs> but I, but um, if I had to push like that to do it, I could do it. So fuck you. Um, fuck you. And you know, you offered, your could have hey. driven my Jeep home, too. I wouldn't oh, really you offered you way more than I would have. You're going to overprice it, asshole. You're going to overprice your friends. That's fucked yeah, up. Yeah, because my friend up. that does or did a bunch of work for me offered me 2200 for it. I paid 2400 for it. So that's not a bad fuck deal. That. Yeah, I was only offering no, it. Ain't. Fuck that. Fuck that. It's a $2,600 trailer or whatever. Fuck that. They paid barely no, asking it, price. It's more than that now. That's great. No, it's not. I just looked. Uh, I think the, the oversized one was $3,200. But, yeah, mine's uh, the oversize. No, it's not. The oversize is ten k. It's just 75 Oh, mine's the longer one. I'm that sorry. It's 28 now, so to be fair, I guess whatever. Yeah, You're yeah, right. Still, you it's more than that. Yeah, but what's two hundred bucks in the grand scheme of fucking twenty twenty something hundred dollars? Like, whatever. Sell your stupid trailer. Fuck you. <laughs> but yeah, if we were to go that route, I would consider doing that, and then I would just get my shop tool shipped down here on a pallet. That's a whole lot of talk coming from the guy without a fucking hitch on his truck. So fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey. The only thing that I'm gonna say and retort to that is. Uh, you know, his Jeep has made it to a lot more events this year. You're right. You're right. But he makes double my pay. So right now he makes uh, 30 times my pay. <laughs> <laughs> infinite more than you do. You don't have one. You don't have pay. <laughs> hopefully not for long. Hopefully. No, hopefully not. Jesus Christ. I'm sorted out here. I'm over it, dude. I'm fucking tired of this. I'm getting lazier and lazier by the day, too. And it's fucking horrible. Anyways, less about me. Um, so yeah, you're like your own little Jiffy Lube. You're just doing all the normal stuff to your truck. You got, is there anything yeah, else? Just, look at all that maintenance. Was that you or somebody else? That I you paid had? someone to do that. Are you fucking kidding Motherfucker, me? Kid dude wait, didn't even wait, do wait. it himself. You spent, that was you spending that much money? Yeah. <laughs> I That's, dropped You spent more money in maintenance <laughs> on that thing than I spent on my entire truck. Hitch falling off or not. I spent $1,200 <laughs> on maintenance in that thing in the last, like... Two day or last week. That's fucked. Not really. That's fucked. No, that's a lot. It's a lot. But the wheel bearing is that including labor? That's including labor. The wheel bearing was three fifty. The brake pads were a hundred and change. Uh the transmission filter itself and the gaskets from Ford were another hundred and change. Why did it need brakes? It needed brakes because yeah, the pads were worn out, so I wanted no. to get those done before I towed a trailer back from Connecticut. Like, I thought hey, that that, that was sense. perfectly I mean, reasonable. Yeah, that is reasonable. I was just like, Super Duty brakes going bad? Like, yeah, on a Super a Duty truck. <laughs> on a Super Duty that's towed yeah, yeah. the entire time I've had it. Um, Fair. I guess, yeah, that's a good point. I've only had Super Duty brakes on, on very light vehicles. <laughs> yeah, like Super Duty brakes on a Cherokee don't wear out until they wear no, out. No, the caliper season before off. the brake pad even sees half wear. <laughs> um, so I had them do that, and then I had them do my transmission filter, and the most expensive part of this entire thing, or tied with the wheel bearing, was the fluids. 
My truck takes 12 and a half fucking quarts of transmission fluid at $15 a pop for synthetic. So $15 a pop. Yeah. I got Amsoil. Dude. Oh God. You're getting absolutely raped. Jesus. I put Amsoil in in that fucker. Yeah. Amsoil is literally $7 and 35 cents for me. I could probably ship it down to you cheaper than you're paying for your fucking, what is it? Seven quarts for you? For the six. 12. 12. 12. 125. 12? 125. My truck is six. Six. Yes, and my truck is 12.5. Well, it's a a Ford. They got to add all that extra buffer zone for when the lines rust out and it just leaks half of it. (laughs) It can still run on six. Um, I've also got. recommend 12. Fuck your Ford. (laughs) I also have a transmission cooler from the factory that's like three quarters the size of my radiator. And then I found out that my oil changes are actually 7.8 quarts or something because of the size of the engine cooler or the engine oil cooler on that thing. So, yeah. I've been putting six and a half quarts in it like the spec is. And it's been apparently low because you have to run the engine to fill the cooler. Otherwise, it'll read high on the dipstick and it'll technically be low. And I've been lazy and haven't been checking it. But yeah, it's it's lovely. Um, <laughs> so that truck just got the full Amsoil service. Um, what the fuck? I, I'm, I'm blown away. Look, at the fact less, that it takes less 12... about the grandpa maintenance is there <laughs> any other interesting things going on here uh not particularly other than i got morgan convinced it was okay to sleep in the truck um and that's that, always as far a big as one. food prep she is doing the food prep for us so she will be packing the cooler because if i do it it will literally just be beer like the last roush trip <laughs> Let her know that she's literally going to be cooking for everybody because none of them are competent enough to. What cook are you themselves. talking about? Okay. I literally bought. You, you're a little different. Roush? You're a little different, but Colin or Curtis or any of those other idiots, no shot, no shot, because Curtis is going to bring the venison and then just be like, I don't know what I'm doing for it, and that that means you are forced to fucking do things with it that we don't know, like. Oh. Yeah, it's like okay. Let me just handle this mystery meat that Curtis gave me. How Isn't the fuck it do we delicious, cook this? Though? Uh, mystery meat is amazing. Okay. Um, My mouth literally just wa- started watering thinking about the venison that meat. I cooked last uh, <laughs> year meat, after yeah. my neighbor bagged a deer on my property. Nice. Mm. So, on another note, I was talking with the Trail Trash after the podcast. I might have a run to go to after this one. And then after that, it looks like it's going to be hunting season. So, I'm not sure if I'm going to be wheeling or if I'm going to be hunting. Are you hunt now? No, yeah, you hunt now? You can ask Richie. I did way before I was into wheeling. And now that I have access to thousands of acres of land to hunt, I'm going to get back to it. Oh, I never even knew that. Cool. Yeah. uh, For you, man. That's pretty fun. It is. Um, I make an excellent pheasant, and I do a great deer. Um, Eat pheasant. Oh, it's so oh, bad. No. Quail, so gross, dude. Can't so do it. The secret to cooking a happy-go-lucky pheasant is a little bit of mustard powder, some vinegar, and two shots of Jack Daniels marinated overnight, and then cook it quick and hot. Meh. And it comes out like almost like a ball part it's delicious 
Sounds or like do it in fair. the crock pot. Yeah, crock pot. I think I could get it behind. It was. I didn't like quail, pheasant, or rabbit. Rabbit was a really oh, fucking. Rabbit is delicious. Oh, <laughs> no shot, dude. It tastes like tastes like grass mixed in with meat. Fuck that. I'm, I'm hoping to uh, make Badlands next year with some wild hog. That's the goal. I've never tried wild hog, so that'd be an interesting one. All right. So, less about food. We got anything else? Because I'm sure they don't that, give a fuck about that much about food. That's about <laughs> um, it, you know. What's your plans, Richie? What's, what's, what's your plans for next year, man? What, what you got going on? I'm hoping that I get slow enough this winter to still do my one-ton swap. Okay, you hoarding any parts yet, or are you just kind of working your I, balls off? Working my balls off. Okay, understandable. The the pr- pretty much the only time I take off is Tuesdays to do this. Oh, hey, that works. Um, another side note: I might need you guys to find me a set of axles. Wait, are you talking to me? Uh, New England people. What do you need? Sixty ten five. One oh five plus five or nah. Ain't really care because it's just picking up a spare set of axles to have in case. Or, like, once we get this housing situation figured out and go from there. Right, you never have too many axles. I'll hit up my homie and put a fire under his ass to see if he'll get his... No, uh... it's not like a rush, because I'm literally not going to be able to go and pick them up until, like, probably uh, July next year. Oh, okay, so never mind then. You That's don't need a... to put any kind of fire under his ass. all of it. Uh, I, I mean, I have a fire under his butt, because it'd be easy money flipping fucking... 05 plus axles so trying to get his ass in gear but uh he's yeah, it would be though is it really he, there's i'm getting them for time two, a dozen around here i'm getting them for 250 a set i can sell I them might, for 500 and double my money and anybody's gonna jump on who's a buying a 60 uncleaned for 500 bucks and yeah, a 10 and nope. a 10.5. And a 10.5? Nope. A 10.5 uncleaned is like They're selling online bucks. for $1,000. I just, I yeah, well, those people are all schmucks. Guess what? Fuck the schmucks then. Done. Easy money. Easy grab. If you're Let's listening go. to this podcast and you're thinking about doing one tons, don't you dare spend over 100 bucks for an unclean 10.5. And don't you dare spend over 200 or 150 bucks for an unclean, uh, I guess 250. What did you get yours for? Unclean? I, you had to cut it out of the truck? Front and rear, 250. All right, I, I wouldn't mine spend more than totaled up to about six for the pair. Yeah, so guess what? Fuck you, Graham. But <laughs> right, well, I spent a hundred bucks on my cleaned oh. 05 plus, and then oh, I happened okay, to just to spend the money for somebody to buy and weld on the trusses for the 05. First off, I cleaned your 60, and it took me a matter of 45 minutes. And I, the only oh, thing I didn't ass. do was the cast because I didn't trust and, myself to cut that cast section. Graham said you did a bad job. Graham can suck my ass. How did I do a bad job? What did I do wrong? I did not you say you did a bad something. job. There, there was a spot he missed. Yes, you, it on wasn't the cast. clean. Yes, on the cast. You're talking okay. about the cast section on the driver's side, right? I don't know. I, yes, so I, I, just, I don't remember. I just don't remember. Yes, there was a section that I did not touch because I did not trust myself enough because you had to cut into the pumpkin. Oh, yeah, it's not that big of a deal. I did it on mine. Yeah. So you just hook up time. the air hammer and you get to town. Oh, by the way, Kish, would you please grab my um, impact wrench and socket set out of the toolbox in the second barn 
and bring them down to the shop so I can pick them up when I grab the rest of my stuff with the compressor and everything. Yep, I'm trying fuck. to think of what. I'm trying to think of what sockets. Um, it was in the stuff that came home from the first shop. Was it red? Yeah. Oh, okay. Thank you. He still he still doesn't know. No, no, no. I, I have a few socket sets down there, but mine are all black. Oh, uh, gotcha. You don't like the red ones? I get it. No, it's the Craftsman over the bolt one, so it's got the hole through gotcha. the center okay. of it. Okay. Um, But on a minor side note, me and Morgan are going to look at a place, and it's got a... It's on, like, three acres with a 1,200-square-foot shop on it. Wow. So, nice. and it's an old school cinder block shop with a metal roof. So it's going to be excellent working in there in the monsoon seasons. Oh, yeah. it'll be noisy as hell. It'll be fun. It'll, it'll be a good be time. Fun. But yeah, uh, but you can insulate those super easily. So that's it's also air conditioned already. Oh wow, that's fancy. So huh. that place could be cool. Uh, I'll let you guys Shit. know more about that as that comes about. But looks like. Uh, Slowly, we're actually becoming Tennesseans. I don't have much and else to add. Anyone else got that much else? No, no, I think we're, I think we're good. I got the outro today. Oh yeah, oh, good. I was oh, gonna hey, make fun the... of Richie. So oh, feel no, free. no, no, here, no, no, no. I'm thinking, keep your worm gears thick and your mystery meat medium rare. <laughs> Can't argue with that logic. Me? Because you need it, because you haven't worked on your shitbox in forever. 